Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You mess with the bull, bull. you get the horns. The The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Interesting, isn't it, that the Prime Minister's office wouldn't respond to the uh, co-chairs of the Muslim-Jewish Dialogue of Toronto. No members of Parliament would respond. They sent a form letter, probably reading, Dear so-and-so, thank you very much for your contribution uh, to our uh, betterment of Canada. Be sure to vote for us in the next election because we're the greatest of all time. Stuff like that. But the... uh, Muslim-Jewish Dialogue of Toronto, in their letter to the Prime Minister of Canada, wrote, Like all religious groups, Muslims are already protected under our Charter of Rights and Freedoms and Criminal Law. They do not need a separate law which is supported by groups that have close ties to the Muslim Brotherhood and, in essence, are trying to put in place a form of Sharia blasphemy law. And that's what Professor Nitkin and Mr. Kahn said. I consider freedom of expression in this country already under attack, and it's been under attack for quite some time by political correctness. People are constantly saying, well, maybe constantly is a bit of a reach, but frequently saying in conversations I have, well, I better not say that. Well, I better not say that. Well, I better not say that. And I always say, are you going to say something racist? Are you going to say something that's really ugly? Are you going to compare somebody to a Nazi or a... No, 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 I... And then I hear, I just don't know what to say. I don't know what I can say anymore. Well, constitutionally enshrined in this country is the freedom of expression. Even though an an investigator for Ontario Human Rights Tribunal once said, freedom of expression or freedom of speech is an American concept. We don't have that in Canada. So I wanted to run right into the office and bring with me a piece of the, you know, the Constitution and say, read this. It's an American concept. We don't have it in Canada. Yes, we do. It's constitutionally enshrined, and the Supreme Court said the only speech that is forbidden is hate speech. But it's disturbing when you hear people say, I better not say this. Now, you better not cheer too loudly for the Argonauts when you're at Tim Horton Field in Hamilton. Your freedom of expression is somewhat compromised by a bunch of fans in black and gold. If you know what I mean. I'm just trying to inject it. Just a marginal bit of levity here. M103 wasn't necessary Some of my media colleagues wrote off any objection to M103 as people who don't understand 
Well, I think I do. Because freedom of expression is protected constitutionally in this country. And people are protected by the charter and they're protected by the criminal law. So if you or I or anyone viciously, verbally assault someone with hate speech that is clearly understood, cannot be misunderstood, there are laws against that. But I don't, I don't want to live in a country where my freedom, my right to freedom of expression is compromised because this is what I do for a living. And no company I've ever worked for, no broadcast company I've ever worked for, has said to me, you can't say this, or you can't say that, or you'd better not say that, or don't go there. Or as I understand, a radio station not associated with us, their broadcasters were informed by memo not to criticize the Liberal Party of Ontario. So I understand. Not us. If the day ever comes where I'm told I can't do something, I can't talk about something uh, that doesn't cross the line into Ill illegality, I'm gone. Because that's how important freedom of expression is. Yours, mine, everyone's. It's a foundation of democracy. All right. Kathy is in... Where's South Kirk, Kathy? <laughs> What part of the world are you in? <laughs> About 30 miles out of Hamilton. I knew that. <laughs> I sort of knew that. No, um, I, no I didn't know it all. I you've no already said everything that I wanted to say. I'm sorry. When you came back. No, but no one, absolutely no one has the right uh, to uh, isolate a certain religion. No one has the right to say to anybody in this country, you can't say that unless it's hate speech. Exactly. We have the Charter of Rights. We have our laws. Everyone is protected. We have people from every ethnic group in the country. And they make, they make Canada beautiful. And to have this law come in is absolutely ridiculous. Well, it's not going to be a law. It's a discussion in Parliament, well, and they're supposed to come back in 240 days with a recommendation on how to do away with Islamophobia. Yeah, well. But but if there is a deeper agenda, as Professor Nitkin and I Mr. Kahn have suggested, right. and, and, and I, I suspect there is. I think that he's right. There's my freedom of expression. I'm expressing yeah. my, my myself, and you are too. Thank you for the call, Kathy, in Southwick. We all knew that was, we all knew that was 30 miles. What did she say? South of Hamilton? God, I get into trouble. Daniel's in Athabasca County in, in you're not in Alabama, are you, Daniel? No, Athabasca. Yeah, I see, uh, Alberta. Yeah, you're in Alberta. You see, the abbreviation for Alberta is AB, not AL. Uh, ALA, I think. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, this is, sure. <laughs> that's internal. It was on yeah, my screen or it said AL. That's Alabama. Okay, okay go yeah. ahead, Daniel, please. Well, I personally think the motion's not very well worded. I personally don't think there is a gender behind it. I think the woman, I can't remember her exact name, the MP, I think she's overestimating the problem of Islamophobia. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to come back to you. I'm going to put you on hold. I'll come back to you because we have that phone thing going where we can't understand where the technology 
parts company with uh, with the ability to understand. So if you're on a mobile phone, once in a while, I'm going to have to come back to you when you're in a better zone. We haven't hung up on Daniel. We're going to go back to him. Gary's in Oshawa, Ontario. Good day, sir. Hello, Roy. How are you, Gary? Nice to talk to you again. My pleasure. Listen, um, it, it is really scary. Just, uh, that's the only way I can describe what's going on here. Um, I, I've looked at places uh, the, all over Europe uh, where there are you know, places like uh, uh, Birmingham, uh, Birmingham, England, Birmingham, England, and uh, Luton, England, uh, neighborhoods all through London and the big cities in Germany. Well, what, what, are you, what are you trying to tell me, Gary? Well, the, the aggression of what's going on, where these people are forcing you know, a situation where just the regular citizens of a country cannot discuss what's going on in the country, because even this conversation well, wait, hold on. you and I are having hold on, right hold on, now... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Gary, Gary, when you say these people, oh, what are you talking about? You can't say that now, either. No, but I mean, you, you have to back up what you're saying. We're, we're talking about people who are trying to influence our government to change to something terrible, and I... But are you, are you saying... saying I want to know from you, are you, I want to know from you, Gary, are you saying all Muslims, or are you t- saying... Just the the people who brought the, the the MP who brought this this motion forward. What what are you saying? No, I'm talking about the Muslims that the majority good Muslims are allowing to represent them in the world and get the attention. Well, I don't know what you mean. And what's a good Muslim and a bad Muslim? Well, I would say somebody who wants to uh, practice clitorectomy. I would say somebody who all wants right, honor killing. Right, 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 I right, would right. say somebody That's who uh, a priest. That's enough. That's enough. Daniel, back in Alabama. Huh? Well, it's no better. Where are you, Daniel? What, what are you, underground? <laughs> no, it's weird. I used to have excellent reception from this particular location where I, I work, and uh, last year and a half, it's gotten really bad. It's kind of weird, but... It's a little well. better. It's a little better. We can understand you now. Go ahead. Well, I think, personally, the there's no sinister motivation by the motion. I think it is poorly worded, and she should just change the wording. I think the, I can't remember the female MP, I can't remember her name. I think she might be overestimating the problem. Ikra Khalid. Ikra Khalid. Uh, She might be overestimating the problem of anti-Islam or Islamophobia, and I think your guess might have been underestimating it. But uh, it is a problem to an extent, but uh, I think there's, you should word the motion very carefully because you don't want to encourage certain people, but yeah, like I said, I don't. But but the question question that I have then, the follow-up question I have for you is if the government and accepts it and they go ahead and two four hundred and forty days later the uh, parliament has to come forward with a recommendation on how to uh, combat Islamophobia, do we trust government to be able to communicate in an effective manner with people just you know just just to have a conversation or is it going to be as government so often is uh, we can't communicate with people so we're just going to pass a law and at the end of the law or at the end of the regulation there's always a threat. Even if it's yeah. something, if it's something very simple, at the end of the communication, there's always a threat. If you don't come, if you don't reply within ten days, there's a fine of X number of amount of dollars going to be issued, and if you don't yeah. pay the fine, you're going to go to jail. You know, it's, a, it's just a constant series of threats. Government are not the best communicators. Yeah, I understand that concern, and sometimes they do get it right, and then sometimes they really screw it up. I, you, I guess you have to wait and see, because sometimes the government gets like doesn't go through a policy. Like, for instance, Justin Trudeau, I think he was right, just as an example, to abandon the democratic reform thing, because the press, press, the post, I think it's serving us well. 
And I think it, he was smart to abandon that. So sometimes they communicate and communicate well, other times they don't. So unfortunately, it's really luck of the draw. But you're right, I'm being skeptical because government has made a few foul-ups in that regard over the years. So I understand the skepticism. But you, 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 you have a sense that there is a, uh, an attitude in Canada that is, shall we say, I'm, I'm going to try to phrase this in a way that, uh, I, I, the only way that I can put it together. There is a, do you have a feeling that there is an anti-Muslim bias that is either, you know, let me finish, that's either in the open or just below the surface in Canada? I wouldn't say it's out in the open. It's more below the surface. It's starting to creep up a little more in certain sectors, but I wouldn't call it blatant like in some European countries that's uh, with the rise of right-wing populism and I guess you could say Donald Trump in the States. It's more muted, but it is there. And I think it's not a humongous issue, but I don't think it's an issue we should outright ignore either. So how would you approach it? Uh, you, you say that you don't think there's a, there's an underlying effort to introduce Sharia law, anti-Sharia uh, or Sharia anti-blasphemy law. Um, but but so so if we can, if I can take M103 off the table, take the government out of the picture for a second, what would you do? How would you do? How would you handle it? This underlying that you're saying just below the surface anti-Muslim feeling that you're that you're sensing in Canada. Well, one of the best ways to do it is different groups talking to each other in yeah. constructive dialogue yeah. and uh, the condemning in strong tossable terms, like for actual hate crimes, like severe, harsh punishment for actual hate crimes, not imagined ones, and it needs to be very clearly defined, like you stated earlier, what hate speech is and what a hate crime is, so there's no confusion. Right. Because when it's, when it, when it's vague, then it's hard for the cops, it's hard for the lawyers, it's hard for everybody. It's, things work better well, that's, in legal terms that's, when it's very that's, clearly defined. That's, again, where the criminal code and the Charter of Rights comes in, and they're already in place. Yeah, yeah. So I think the best thing is uh, kind of like the judge, Jewish freedom dialogue that would include all faiths and like even different types of Islam talking to each other because there is unfortunately a lot of rivalry between the different denominations. I guess you could say of Islam. Unfortunately, they're often not getting along with each other. So yeah. there needs to be more dialogue within the community among different types of Muslims and people who are not Muslim at all. I da- Daniel, your Daniel, your phone is getting a little wonky again. So my my sense is that the people you work for. They don't want you talking on the phone when you're working. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> that's, why, that's why it's gotten worse over the last year, year and a half. That's why. Well, could be. Good call, sir. Thank you so much, yeah. Daniel. Great yeah. call. Thank you. Yeah. Daniel in Athabasca, Alabama. I'm Alberta. 1-800-263-2428 is my number. We'll come back with more of your calls. Important issues. Substantial issue. It affects each and every one of us in this country because it ultimately comes back to freedom of expression. We'll be back in a minute.